You are listening to a True North Eager Beaver media podcast. The True North Eager Beaver podcasts are proudly brought to you by our founding sponsors, the Miss V Mysteries from Corvid Moon Publishing, your source for science fiction, fantasy, and cozy mysteries featuring a broad diversity of characters. CanadianTarot.com, your uniquely Canadian online eclectic tarot community and forum, and the Peppermaster, hot pepper sauces made from fresh farm ingredients to thrill your taste buds and expand your mind. Good morning and hello, kids. Welcome to episode number 24 of the Not Quite Daily Beaver Morning Show. This morning it will be just a nibble because Mr. Grizzly has to head into the office. Um, for your And this is, once again, for those moments when you still want your beaver grizzly goodness, but just don't have time for a whole bite. Today, recording day is Monday, December 5th, 2022, and it will be an unseasonably warm day here, early December day at the Beaver Lodge with temperatures above zero, even above five. Um, so you know, I'm almost thinking of getting the tennis racket out again. <laughs> I'm almost. Yeah. The eager beaver pronouns he, him, he, Mr. Beaver, eh? and I'm just delighted that you have joined us for our morning show today. Of course, a big thank you goes to our founding sponsors, the Peppermaster, the Miss Fee Mysteries from Corvid Moon Publishing and CanadianTarot.com. Good morning, Kit Pastagabe. Good morning, Kit Linda. Good morning, Kit Elaine. So lovely to see you today. Um, a quick, before we go further, a quick apology for last Friday. Um, there was nothing wrong. Um, just uh, we had a guest in for the weekend, uh, and where I record, as you can see right there, is also the guest room. Uh, and so we were up a little late, and um, none of us got up early enough to actually do the show. <laughs> <laughs> so there's nothing wrong we just kept sleeping <laughs> told you he slept in yep 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 uh uh it's a short one so in the headlines today we're probably going to touch just a little bit on uh dan old yeller uh and her mm. alberta sovereignty act and the debacle that's been and a little bit of news out of the u.s because a lot a lot a lot has been going on um but before we get started let's say hello to our podcast's fun and furry fellow good morning mr grizzly uh how's your mental health today hey mr beaver um my mental health today is better than it has been in the last two days mm -hmm. you've had a rough few days yeah, yeah. Um, and I don't want to dwell on it, uh, only mm -hmm. because, and I know, you know, it's healthy to talk about it, but I'm rounding a corner, and yep. when I feel like I'm rounding a corner, it's kind of like, let's just compartmentalize that thing, and we'll talk about anything else, so I don't have to spend any more time thinking about it, because that's all I've okay. done for the last 48 plus hours. I don't know if you can understand or relate to that. I don't know if any of the yep. listeners or viewers can, but I, I oftentimes it's like, okay, I've, I've, that's 48 hours. I've thought about that. I, I need, I need it out of my head. 
You know, yep. I need it out of my head so I can think about positive things. And once I'm in a much better headspace, it'll be easier for me to, uh, you know, address it. All right. Then that's, let's, that's where I am. <laughs> well, well, let's do that. I'm happy that you're running a corner, however. So let the trend be your friend. Thank you. There we go. Um, can as we start it off with something lighthearted, or sort of, sort of lighthearted, not sort of. Well, I want to start off with the Swifties. Oh, okay. Taylor Swift fans are suing Ticketmaster over last month's bungled ticket sale for the artist's upcoming tour. The suit claims the Ticketmaster engaged in fraud and price fixing that harmed Swift fans and asked for the court to hit the company with a fine of twenty five hundred dollars per violation. Ooh, that, that that could add up real high. I just thought I'd start off with that because it's like good because they were charging nine ten thousand dollars per seat because they knew they right. could do it. Yeah, and that's just that's come on, like come on, that's yep. just greed. Yep, yep, that's ridiculous. Um, good. I'm glad Don't that's mess happening. with the Swifties because they will come for you. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 absolutely. Oh, the kids know what they're doing. I mean, you know, they got Donald Trump a couple of times too, right? So <laughs> exactly, the TikTok kids took care of it. They, they, look, I'm I'm happy. Gen Z knows what they're doing. Absolutely, I'm terribly out of focus for some reason. I don't know. What's yeah, going on. there we go. There we go. There you go. That was there you strange. Go. Um. Uh, Kit says, you may hear in my voice, uh, there's a little extra bass. Um, I don't know exactly what happened, uh, but uh, I had a choral concert uh, this weekend, which went very, 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 very well. And um, two days before we went into the concert, I woke up one morning with the ability to do this, <laughs> which I did not have three days ago. <laughs> we got it together. Welcome, mm-hmm. welcome mm-hmm. to the club, sir. Uh, we really got it together, babe. <laughs> so you got to do the Batman. You got to do the Batman. I am Batman. There you go. There you go. So yeah, I, I don't know where that came from, but that woke up two days ago, which really came in handy to the chorus beca- at the choral concert because there was like one point when we're singing "Yul Yul Stralande Yul," where the last notes really. Oh, loud. that little ditty. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And we're going to eat the school <laughs> I'll be like, listening to that on my walk to work. I can hit that loadout today. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know when it's going to go away or whether or not this is a permanent gain, but there you go. Take it when you can get it, right? Today I'm all about the base, about the base. No triple. <laughs> Okie dokie. What's her um, name again? What's her name? I see her Megan Trainer. Thank you. Thank you. I, I love her Megan Trainer. I was drawing a blank for a second though. Yeah, I love her I too. I was thinking uh, I was thinking milkshake boys to the yard, but no, that's oh, a different that, person. Yeah, Kelise. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just drawing blanks this morning. <laughs> I, well look, um, this is to just give you an idea of my weekend. I didn't listen to any music at all this weekend. And you love music. Yeah, the music is my whole life. I didn't listen to any music at all this weekend. That'd give you an idea where my headspace was. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so um, let's talk about that hot mess, Danielle. Jesus, um, Parise. Jeez. Um, okay, so she comes out on Tuesday, 
and she makes that announcement about the Alberta Sovereignty Act, and all of a sudden it's the Alberta, Alberta Sovereignty within the United Canada Act, which is like stealing a page from Stephen Harper, because when mm-hmm. he kind of declared Quebec a nation, it was Quebec, is we declare Quebec a nation within the United Canada. Uh, so, I mean, there's nothing original about that, and the only reason why she added those words is because they turned around and said, well, you know, this is not about separation, but then turns around, then when she makes the announcement for her bill, it's not that about separations all of a sudden she's made herself sovereign yeah um it's not the alberta sovereignty act it's the daniel smith becoming sovereign of alberta act um and then she's swearing up and down that this thing uh doesn't bypass the legislature when Uh, it does clearly and then she can't answer questions so she literally like pushes tyler shandro (laughs) back in front of the mic you would you handle this <laughs> which was classic i laughed my ass off when i saw that uh and i'm sitting there like this and i'm watching them going like this thing's a disaster um and then of course it gets panned uh jason kenny resigns the same day you know because he actually said this was catastrophically stupid and considering that jason kenny got booted out of his party while having a majority in his first term, he would know about catastrophically stupid. A little bit. He's kind of developed a little bit of an expertise. Um, so, <laughs> um, so, uh, and then, um, I mean, it's basically a disaster. And then once again, there's announcements that there's going to be changes and flip-flops and whatnot. And she's trying to bait the prime minister into it. And um, Nick LeBlanc, the intergovernmental affairs minister into this. And they're like not taking the bait. And she's trying to bait Rachel Notley into this. And she's not taking the bait. It's like, they're all practicing never interrupt an enemy when they're imploding. Yeah, it's like, it's like, you're a hot mess and you're about to blow. We're just going to stand 30 feet back and just let it happen because we're not going to get over close to the edge and push you off the ledge because that might be the exact moment you go boom and we'll get caught in the class zone. So you're on your own, girlfriend, uh, which is like just very, a, very wise. It's a I mean, little of bizarre behavior that I just like. I read an article in the Globe and Mail at five o'clock this morning, and I'm going to read you the I'm going to read you the headline here because it's like, oh my, <laughs> just, this is the headline from the Globe and Mail. Some of Canada's premiers appear to be losing their minds. <laughs> right. Yeah. Resorting like, to the notwithstanding clause, declaring themselves sovereigns. Yeah. can't see that, but yeah, there it is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, no, she's gotten, I mean, okay. And then like yesterday, uh, I think it was a you started the other day. She's on her, not yesterday, probably on Friday. She's on her chorus morning radio show, which right there, um, um, if you're a premier of a province or an electric politician, I mean, I can understand having your own little podcast, but should you be having a show on a major media network anymore? No. That should not but be happening. That sounds I like remember, a pretty nasty conflict. Remember uh, Bob and Doug? Mm-hmm. Rob Ford and Doug Ford, Bob and Doug. Yeah. They yeah. had their call-in show when they were yeah. city councillors, but at city councillors, it's slightly different than premier of a province because... City councillors actually speak to constituents pretty regularly. Mm-hmm. So, like, why does she have a radio? I mean, I no, but see, I can understand having your own private podcast, your own YouTube channel, doing that type of stuff. You reach mm-hmm. the people directly like this, but on an actual media network, network. she's part yes. of the course. Like, that sounds a little weird. But anyway, she goes on that show, and like this, and she like makes this like nobody gets anything perfect one hundred percent of the time. And it's like, okay, I understand that nobody gets anything perfect one hundred percent of the time, or most times, like. Almost nobody gets anything perfect 100% of the time on the first 60% try. 60% of the time, it works 100% of the time. But um, Sex Panther. 
Yeah. But um, girlfriend, you haven't been getting much right at all since you became premier. I mean, the most discriminated group in the world, and then the thing about Ukraine, and then uh, the Sovereignty Act was that you promised was going to just like, even if the Supreme Court says we're not going to respect it, all of a sudden is. I mean, the number of flip-flops, I mean, again. Yeah, right? well, she's, she's, she's an ivermectin freak too, right? So, yeah, so. but it's like that, again, as Lauren Hill sings in that song, that thing, that was the sin that did Jezebel in. And mm-hmm. uh, didn't Aaron O'Toole like get sent to the dumpster really quick from multiple flip-flops in sequence oh, that yeah. would make Cirque du Soleil tumblers green with envy? Yeah. So, I mean, like, she's just, well, like, total, 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 just not connecting. Uh, and, again, the other thing is, is, like, you know, just, like, we're talking a lot about Brenda Lucky as commissioner of the RCMP having difficulty mm-hmm. communicating stuff and how it's probably going to lend. I mean, everybody's saying that she should go away, but nobody's, everybody's saying that, Government's not going to do it, and they're going to express confidence in her because her term is up in like in March 2023. So there's no point taking all the PR of getting rid of the first woman commissioner and having to deal with that when her term's up in four months anyway. Just let her ride into the sunset and cross your fingers that she doesn't do more damage. But she's got the same thing going on. It's like this is her number one policy, mm-hmm. number one, and she can't communicate it like at all. She doesn't even know what it does. And she's like, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't intend for it like, to make it so that we can like bypass the legislature. I mean, it's like literally the law says that if the federal government does something that is harmful to Alberta, doesn't describe what harmful is, that is unconstitutional, according to her and <laughs> her cabinet. So they just took the courts right out of it. Mm-hmm. The courts don't determine whether something is unconstitutional or harmful. We do. And then we take it upon ourselves. We're going to pass a motion saying that we declare this unconstitutional or we declare this harmful. Then we're going to take it to cabinet and then we'll discuss what our solutions are. And then what our solutions are we discuss in cabinet. That's what we're going to put in place. We're not going to bring that back to the legislature. Not that it matters anyway, because she's got a majority. Uh, (laughs) And it's sort of... uh, and we'll vote on it there. And it's like, and in the press conference, she is saying that, yes, it, this law must go back to the legislature somehow, and it doesn't. Mm-hmm. Then she publishes something saying, yeah, the Justice Department said, yeah, but it's the Justice Department of your own government, which is led by Chandro still, I think. Yes, Tyler. You just threw in front of the podium because you couldn't answer that's not worth crap uh, <laughs> as, as an opinion. It's like a circular reference. Like the guy that was not on the, uh, at the podium next to me says, yes, it does. Well, that's not a defense because you were right there in front of the podium and everybody told you, uh, no, it doesn't. <laughs> yeah. I, we can I got, all read. I we can all read like this. And then she says, well, nobody gets it perfect. So no, no, you try to pull a fast one. Right, mm-hmm. and these are the, this is the same crowd that went nuts, right? When Prime Minister Trudeau, in the first months of the you know COVID epidemic, said that you know they wanted to give his government the power to do some taxation bills and stuff like that, really quickly if they needed to, right. without having to go through this. Oh my God, dictatorship! He's using it for power grab. Like this, she basically is, like, Dudulo oh, Smith. Yeah. 
Oh yeah, yeah. Says, yeah, hey, I'm going to be Dedulo Smith, and everybody's going, wow, she isn't she great? It's about time. Every province should be doing this. Yeah, it's like, uh, no. Great. It's like, and it's like, do you guys really seven months from now or five six months from now when like May third comes around and Danielle Smith loses because she handed the election over with her healthcare disaster plan? Uh, you know, and so, is it a plan though? I mean, well, like. Well, I mean, it's the plan. The plan, same thing. I'm going to replace the board with one person who I can control and tell what to do, and mm. you know, and and hey, you all get to start bank accounts now and start GoFundMe's to help you raise money for your health. Isn't that great? No, <laughs> no it's not. No, it's not. Like this terrible. That. Like like this. I'm putting the power in your hands, like to like go on the internet and beg, which you can already do, and and is done frequently, to, right? Uh, so I mean. I, I, it's she's a, just just a mess. She's a mess. So she's handing the election over, and it's like, do you really want Rachel Notley to have the ability to sovereignly determine what law she finds? <laughs> like, are you sure you want to create this power? Like, or do you guys just think that you're going to be government for life again? That you're in another forty-three year cycle of one party conservative rule? Because, girl, like, what I again, just a little reality check. But you're not. I, I think she believes that. Oh yeah, we'll be in power for the next forty years. And I'm like, no, you're you're gone in May, man. There are more um, sane, centrist people in Alberta than 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 are given credit for. Absolutely. Uh, and, and and look at look at uh, Edmonton and Calgary, the biggest population centers, a, a, pop, a province of four million people, and and half of them are, are split between two big cities, right? Yeah, half the population. Calgary elected uh, Mayor Nenshi what three times? Yeah, and now Mayor Jody, yeah, Mayor Jody, uh, okay. and Edmonton is a strong NDP riding. So, uh, trust me, there's a lot more centrist people in Alberta than you think. Also. I'd say the vast majority of Albertans are proud Canadians first and foremost who live in Alberta. Mm. Which she made a point of saying it's like that whole press release was almost like no 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 this is not sovereignty. Yeah, it's not sovereignty, but uh, the part you didn't tell us is that you made yourself green. Uh so I mean and like we reported in the by-election in Medicine Hat, right? Where, that mm-hmm. she ran, the Medicine Hat, I don't remember the Brooks Medicine Hat, um, in Medicine Hat itself, which is like only population about 10,000. So, but very like, tiny. Yeah, but more metropolitan than the outlet lying regions. The NDP won 17 of the 26 polls there. So it's like, it's not even in big cities, it's in anywhere that's like minimally urban. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> that she's already well, been and, and the population, other than the two major population centers, is spread throughout the province in multiple uh, small towns, townships, and smaller cities. Yeah. So, But I, I assume it's not going well for her either in, like, downtown Lethbridge and downtown Medicine Hat either. If it, no. Right. I mean, sorry, not Medicine Hat. We always mention that. But, like, Lethbridge and Drumheller and... Fort right, Mac. Yeah. It's like <laughs> Red Deer. Well, you got to remember, half the population of Fort Mac is from Newfoundland, anyway. So, yeah, there you go. <laughs> that's not a that's not a joke. Like that's yeah, yeah. So, um, <laughs> listen, people, just keep on giving her rope. Yeah, yeah, she'll hang herself. She's doing herself in. Just let let her do whatever she's doing, and just give her rope. Because wow, gee, man, that is, I mean. You know, I remember a time when the joke was about political judgment, Joe Clark, because he couldn't count. Yeah. Um, 
he's like sitting in a rocking chair somewhere going, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm no longer the history footnote. I am no, thank you, people. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm wow. sure there's a, I'm sure there's a part of him that feels that way. But um, knowing what I know about Joe Clark, he, he's not really saying that because I no. think he's worried about the nation and our democracy and what is happening in this country because he is a federalist first and foremost, a proud Canadian and a good human being. Yeah. Right. I've met Joe a couple of times. Nice fellow. Oh, yeah. You know, he'll be wandering around downtown. I've bumped into him at a coffee shop. Real nice guy. I was like, oh, Mr. Clark. He's like, call me Joe. Okay, Joe. Nice to meet you. Jeez, like, what are you doing to my party? <laughs> well, it, he'd be the first, I think, to come out and say this is this is not progressive. This is not progressive conservative. This is not conservative. This it's is not even democratic. It's yeah, yeah. It's it's. But they're giving they're giving you freedom by taking it away from you first. It's like seriously, you can't leave these people unsupervised with a pack of matches. No, no, you can't. You cannot. I'm gonna burn the whole damn place down. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Oh, sorry. Try not to say crazy uh, for this type of thing. It, 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 it is not tethered to reality. Let's just put it yeah. that way. We're, yeah. we're trying to be more apt in our description and not paint people with the same brush, even though we know. <laughs> we know. It, it's kind of hard not to break into a course of Patsy Cline. I mean, it, it was just in the Globe and Mail for crying out loud. <laughs> Jeez. What, what you feel about the Globe and Mail is up to you, but I'm t- I mean, come on. It, it's still a respected paper. Let's put it degree. this way. It is extremely self-destructive and that nobody has their eyes open wide enough to see and that nobody in the circle loves each other enough to get people the help they need. I'm just saying, like, are yeah. you all hanging around with each other? Like, isn't anybody picking up the phone and saying, um, hi, friend? You need to be quiet now. Come oh, over friend. here and let's just. <laughs> it's like you're. We'll say it's like if you got like salad between your teeth. If your skirt is somebody to tell you, yeah, yeah. crack like this. If you got booger hanging from your nose, like this. This is the political equivalent of all of that happening at the same time, and nobody's saying, um, "Girl, pst, pst, come over here. You got something between your teeth." Well, there's a reason that they won't do that for one another, because they're selfish individuals who only want power. That's it. They want to they, reign. They don't give a damn about anyone or anybody as long as they get their position of power that they so desperately want. And they'll get their make their buddies rich in the process. At least that's Doug Ford's uh, MO. But Pierre is different. Skippy is just, he just wants to be in power. He just wants to be the king of the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Dictator in chief. Yeah, yeah. So... Okay, let's move on from her for a bit to go to someone even worse. <laughs> um, down south, um, tomorrow is uh, the runoff election in Georgia between mm-hmm. Senator Raphael Warnock and um, Herschel Big Talker. <laughs> Just motor mouth walker. Um, so uh, it's... Um, Early voting started and all that kind of stuff. Tomorrow is the main day. Um, a lot of people are thinking uh, that it doesn't matter so much because it's all, you know they've already won the Senate, uh, but it does matter actually because when it's 50-50, there are sharing duties on committees, and if it's mm. 51-50, uh, 
they don't have to spend months uh, negotiating with Mitch McConnell, who's going to be on what committee, because they have the outright majority. And you know what 5150 is, eh? Oh, sorry, 5149, sorry. 5150, you know what 5150 is, though? That's the Los Angeles police code for an escaped lunatic. Oh, well, there you go. That's why Eddie Van Halen had it on his guitar. It's 5150 line because he always thought he was a bit of an escaped lunatic. 5150 Uh, is the LA police code for exactly that. There you go. Um, So so it does matter a lot. Uh, And the thinking is that uh, it... The race favors Warnock at the moment because Brian Kemp, the governor, is not on the ballot. And they figured that there was a lot of people that came to vote for Brian Kemp that, you know, threw their ex next to Herschel Walker the first time around. And since he's not on the ballot anymore, then. So fingers crossed that it goes the right way uh, for sanity and humanity. Um, but a lot has been happening uh, stateside. And I, I know that we're short on time here. Um, but uh, some of the most important things is that. Um, Five of the members of, uh, I think it is the Oath Keepers, mm-hmm. had uh, their trial for seditious conspiracy. And while all five were found guilty, at least of trying to uh, stop an official government proceeding, I believe it is, um, two of the five were indeed found guilty for seditious conspiracy. And that's one that can... Uh, come with about 20 years. I think that's the maximum. I also think that uh, disturbing an official government process also can come with 20 years, and that one's the easier one to prove. But seditious conspiracy is basically a civil war uh, era law uh, that the last few times the federal government tried to bring someone on those charges failed. Uh, there is enough now, uh, and there are about, uh, there's about a bit over a dozen more trials or maybe two dozen more trials that have some people uh, with seditious conspiracy charges because the Oath Keepers haven't been on trial yet. I know the Oath Keepers have, but the Proud Boys haven't yet and that type of stuff. And uh, that's the charge that's looking down the lane for, you know, the orange shit stain eventually. And given that uh, two have actually been found guilty and it was a seven-week trial and it took the jury three hours. Mm. Three hours after seven weeks after seven weeks to say guilty. Uh, so uh, uh, I have a feeling that's going to prompt a lot of people in the other trials to start singing. And when you start singing, it's because you're selling someone higher up the chain. Oh, yeah. So the Alex Jones is the Roger Stones, the, um, the Donald Trump's, uh, all the debatables. Yeah. But they're in trouble now. Like, Oh yeah. The world has changed. Um, the special master thing in his uh, trial for, uh, well, in the trial and the decision about the documents that they found at his place, well, that's been completely vacated. Uh, a panel of three judges, all three of them appointed by Republicans, two appointed by Trump, mm-hmm. uh, said um, his paid for, bought and paid for judge, Eileen Cannon, who is probably going to get disbarred somewhere along the way uh basically said uh she just invented law and they vacated her entire decision making the special master moot (laughs) so we don't need him anymore and just gave all the documents uh to the department of justice to start looking into those uh and then uh attorney general merrick garland uh appointed a special counsel uh because joe biden has declared that he wants to run again and Warren Shitstein has declared that he wants to run again, so to create some distances. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the special counsel is a guy that used to work at the International Criminal Court in The Hague. It's just um, 
it's, it's a comedy of errors. I mean, my God. But again, it's like if you get somebody from the International Criminal Court at the Hague, you can say, like, that is probably not a good sign. It's usually a sign that you're failing miserably. And a sign that they probably do intend to prosecute. Oh, yes. <laughs> um, so uh, we got this guy, I think his name is Jack Smith, and everybody's saying that he's absolutely no nonsense, and because he doesn't have, he hasn't been in a detention seeker, into his high, in his entire career and has prosecuted high-profile government officials before and you know, so he won't hesitate. He's just going to do it. There's this meme actually that has like a picture of him like mm-hmm. this and you see him like his face is like just deadpan serious and it's like Jack Smith before he finding out, Jack Smith after finding out and it's the same picture. Right? <laughs> it's like he, he just doesn't change. He's just always Jack Smith. Oh, yeah. Um, so uh, that's not going very well for him as well. And considering that uh, out of, um, well, today we're going to know, but of all the people that he sort of like sponsored in that uh, in the midterms, uh, he sponsored 16 candidates in, in particular. 13 of them lost, two won, and one is going to a runoff tomorrow, who may also lose. Um, so the party's trying to cut bait from him as much as they can. Oh, yeah without risking the quote-unquote mean tweet, or I guess mean truth in his case, because he's <clears throat> back on Twitter. Uh, and meanwhile, he's having dinner with uh, Ye, who brings white supremacist Nick Fuentes yeah. to dinner. Um, and and then he, he does the thing again, well, I don't know Nick Fuentes. Yeah, but you knew Ye. Yeah. <laughs> we know you know Ye. You've <laughs> had him in the Oval Office. You told him his wife was a disgusting bitch. Yeah, like, like this. And then Ye declares that he's going to run for president again and ask Donald Trump to be his running mate. Yeah, and Trump did not care for that at all. Well, of course, because there's only one room for one star in Trump's sky, so that's not yeah. going to happen. Only I um, can fix it. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so he's like having... And apparently this now is the line too far for some of the conservatives, right? It wasn't like stealing children out of the arms of their parents at the no, border, no, no, and it wasn't letting no, people no. die of COVID. It's like, oh, no, you've no. you've had dinner with one white supremacist too many. That's what, too many. One too many. <laughs> what, too many? One too many. It's <laughs> not like he hasn't had dinner with them before. Well, when I, I spoke to a buddy, I said, yeah, so this uh, white supremacist, Nick Fuentes, and my buddy goes, wait, What's his surname? I went, yeah, I know. There's that's kind, there's something ironic about that, right? Yeah. Right? Fuentes. Oh, yes, yes, yes. It just keeps on reminding me of that Dave Chappelle skit. Yeah. You know, he's a member of the clan, but he's blind, and he moves his hat. I was like, I'm, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not ashamed anymore. <laughs> it's like, say, Fuentes. Fuentes, yes, yes. <laughs> of the uh, Scandinavian and, Fuentes, uh, yes. the, uh, and, the uh, Aryan uh, clan. Uh, and, and Enrico Tario. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, people. <laughs> you know they're saving you for last, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and so, that's exactly what would happen. Well, of course, that's what they'll keep them around as long as use, useful, and then away she like Candace Owens. They'll keep her around as long as she's useful. Oh. Kanye, they'll keep him around as long as he's useful. Oh, he just did what? Now throw him under the bus. Get rid of him. Yeah, cancel him. Yep. So now the Republicans, uh, or at least the people that are trying to manage this campaign, are now saying that all the guests that go to Mar-a-Lago will now be vetted. So the next time he has dinner with the white supremacist, people can go, wow, well, so you vetted this one, right? <laughs> so now you can no longer say, I didn't use it. I didn't know him. And they actually were 
assigning a babysitter to him, I think, from the Republican Party that he can't meet with anybody alone anymore. So that's probably not going to go over well to Mr. Don't Tell Me What to Do. Never row in the same direction as the rest of the team. Uh, So, uh, yeah. Uh, And then there's like, there's just more stuff. Lindsey Graham had to testify at the grand jury for Georgia. Uh, his two White House lawyers, Pat Cibloni and Pat Philbin, when they went to the grand jury the first time, there were things that they didn't testify about to which they declared privilege. And the judge says, yeah, there's no privilege on that. You need to come back to the grand jury and testify about the things you didn't want to testify about now. It, it's not going well whatsoever at all. <laughs> so, um, again, grab your popcorn and grab your favorite beverage kits because uh, this is the part you've been waiting for. Like, this, all the crap that you tolerated over the last five years, all the, oh my God, I can't believe he's doing this. What a horror show. This is the return on investment. <laughs> this is the part that gets good. Uh, yes. Um, we have to go soon, but Mr. Grizzly, you had a quick Chio comment, I believe. Yeah, so for those of you who are not aware, the Red Cross is being deployed yes. in Chio, the Children's Hospital of Eastern Ontario, to help take some of the load off the overwhelmed hospital. Red Cross workers are expected to start early this week in non-clinical roles. The hospital said it did not ask for the Red Cross to come, but they offered their services. <sighs> Ford yep. failed once again. Yes, and it, this is going on throughout the country. Uh, yes. It was announced over the weekend that the psychiatric unit at Montreal's Lakeshore General Hospital had to close due to a lack of psychiatrists. They need nine to keep full service, and they have six depending on the day. So the patients are being transferred to the Douglas Hospital in Verdun. Uh, staff are being redeployed from Calgary's Rotary Flames House Hospice for Children to the Alberta Children's Hospital Emergency Room, Pediatric Intensive Care, and Inpatient Units due to an overabundance of demand in the ER. Palliative and end-of-life care is also being transferred, and respite care at the hospital itself is being paused. Like you mentioned, Chio is seeking for help from the Red Cross, and there's about a dozen ERs in rural Newfoundland and Labrador that have been closed off and on since the summer. The town of Whitburn, for example, ER has been closed five months straight, and in St. Lawrence on the south coast, the ER has been closed more often than it's been open this summer, and both are scheduled to still be closed until at least December 12th. Um, mm. The premiers are the problem. Absolutely. Well, they want to break the public system so they can get their private donor friends in to rescue us for a profit. Yeah. Which goes against the Canada Health Act, by the way. So if they try and pull that shit, we'll just charge them. Yeah. So, uh, uh, you know, democracy is something you do, Kits. you know, if you want better health care, you better be on uh, the tails of your provincial representatives because they, they are not they are not working for you. Contact your MPP and let them know how you feel. Your MPP or your MLA, let them know how you feel that you will not stand for this because they are going to privatize everything. We've been saying this for a long time. We'll continue to say it until it's broken and they do not privatize anything. Yep. Look. Public you got to let them know their asses are on the line. Yeah, public education and public health care are, are the foundation of of a uh, a good social democracy. It's a good foundation for society. Capitalism, sure, fine, whatever. There's lots of room for for wealth under a social democ- social democratic system. Look at Scandinavia, the highest right. quality of life in the world. Also, the freest nation in the world. Norway, Finland, and Sweden. 
the three freest nations on earth, they score 100 on the freedom index. We score 98. So if Skippy the Wonder Pigeon wants to make us freer, he's going to bring in really healthy reforms like they have in the Scandinavian countries. Is that what he's going to do? Maybe? You think? Uh, nope. <laughs> no. No, no, no. His idea of freedom is you have to pay for absolutely everything and I pay for nothing. And you, you continue to pay me to do my job and live in this house for free where I have a chef. You are free to live as I tell you to. Exactly. And with that, with that, we have a show. That's the end of this episode of Just a Nibble, the Not Quite Daily Beaver podcast. We hope you love listening to us because we love making this for you. Because democracy is something you do. Um, on December 1st was World AIDS Day. Uh, so if you have a few dollars in your pockets, please make a donation to your local AIDS service organization. Or if you have some time, uh, please donate some time because it's just as valuable. Uh, you know, it's uh, we don't hear about it a lot, but uh, still in Canada, well, six people every day are infected with HIV and there's over 62,000 Canadians living with it and over 38 million people around the world are still living with it. So it's still around. And uh, it's, um, you know, uh, as they say, there's a cocktail, but it's no party. So, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, please do what you need to do to keep your children safe by giving them the information that they need at an early enough age so that they can use it and avoid it. It's uh, not a fun illness. Um, if you really like this podcast, you can find us on the Dean Blundell Network, as well as anywhere you get your podcasts featuring a grizzly bear and now a gravelly-voiced beaver. <laughs> um, please share the podcast. We love your feedback. We're on Facebook and Twitter, and our email is truenorthegerbeaver at gmail.com. Let us know what you think. We really do want to know. We want to hear from you. You can subscribe to us via our pod page if you want to get anything that we do as soon as it's ready podpage.com slash the true north eager beaver with a hyphen between each one of those words and if you really 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 like this podcast and we know you do we know you do we really do uh and you wish to encourage us to do more well we work for tips Uh, so please feel free to buy a cup of coffee for mr grizzly here or a mug of hot chocolate for yours truly via our coffee page that's coffee ko hyphen fi.com slash eager beaver all in one word, lowercase letters, coffee, ko hyphen, fi.com slash eager beaver. And finally, if you're one of these savvy, savvy, savvy people who like to get something for their money and love a good deal, well, we got something for you. Eager beaver seasonal Christmas teas. You'll look fantastic at the office party. And Mr. Grizzly Civics teas are on sale. We've got sizes for absolutely everybody from small to 3XL. And you can get yourself some fabulous at deanblundell.square.site slash s slash shop. From the Beaver Lodge, this is your eager beaver saying, until next time, dear kids, it can be a tough world out there. So please be kind to and gentle with yourself. And Mr. Grizzly, do you have some words of wisdom? Take your vitamins, get some exercise, and drink plenty of water. And there you go. And uh, kids, if you happen to be interested in uh, hearing uh, our choir's concert, uh, if you go to melos-earlymusic.org, 
that's melos, M-E-L-O-S hyphen early music, all in one word, dot R org, O-R-G. Uh, you can order it uh, for $15. It will come to you through YouTube. Uh, it's available from December 6th to the 16th. Uh, and uh, it's a great concert because uh, we have uh, noted soprano Patricia O'Callaghan joining us. Uh, it has combination of readings and some music from all around the world. We actually do something beyond 18th century for the very first time ever in 10 years, which we normally don't do uh there's some chant uh great instruments uh there's some classical instrumental pieces from vivaldi in there has a little bit of everything and none of the jingly 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 stuff that you're you're used to in a normal choral concert so it's a nice refreshing change and i highly recommend it uh kingston's mellis choir is one of the premier early music choirs in all of canada Uh, we record albums and everything so it's a really worth well worth your time and your money and with that mr grizzly Please, roll the credits. The True North Eager Beaver podcast is an Eager Beaver Mr. Grizzly collaboration. Research, story, and guest curation, and copywritten by The Eager Beaver. Recording, production, editing, and additional research by Mr. Grizzly. Music courtesy of Ben Sound Royalty Free Music. Once again, thank you to our founding sponsors, The Peppermaster, The Miss Fee Mysteries from Corvid Moon Publishing and CanadianTarot.com, and thank you to Pete Jarvis for our artwork, We love it. Kids, we'll talk to you real soon. Bye. Take care. See you. Go out and have yourselves a stellar day. You are listening to a True North Eager Beaver media podcast. The True North Eager Beaver podcasts are proudly brought to you by our founding sponsors, the Miss V Mysteries from Corvid Moon Publishing, your source for science fiction, fantasy, and cozy mysteries featuring a broad diversity of characters. CanadianTarot.com, your uniquely Canadian online eclectic tarot community and forum. And The Peppermaster, hot pepper sauces made from fresh farm ingredients to thrill your taste buds and expand your mind. I'm Matt Kundle, host of the Sound Off Podcast, the show about podcast and broadcast. Since 2016, we've been speaking with amazing people who have populated your ears for decades. Legendary broadcasters, research wizards, talent experts, podcasters, voice talent, almost 400 stories, all for free. Subscribe or follow the Sound Off Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or at soundoffpodcast.com.